0: It's time for Nothing But Sex. Hosted by Maxim Sex columnist, Vanessa DeLagi. Fierce, unapologetic, politically incorrect. The topics will wet more than just your appetite. Let's journey through taboo sexual terrain with a delicious earful of nothing but sex. Here's Vanessa. Hello and welcome back to the first episode of my podcast for 2022. I was meant to drop this back in January and it's now February, but um let's get on with things. Today I wanted to speak about power imbalances within sexuality and I wanted to tell you a story something that happened to me in my mid thirties. And anyway, I was at a pub and basically I was introduced to a guy from a friend of mine and she ended up heading home. She decided to leave and I wanted to continue drinking as you often do. So I stayed drinking with this guy that she had introduced me to. And yeah, we had um we had a fun night chatting and often when you've had like lots of drinks, people open up about their lives. They often open up about their sex lives or lack of sex life in this case. So this guy, he must've been, I don't know, maybe 49, even early fifties possibly. And he was telling me that he had never had sex, never had sexual intercourse, never had sex. And I said, what do you mean? Like, have have you kissed a girl? Have you licked a girl out? Have you fingered her? Do you watch porn? Do you masturbate? Um, have you been given a blow job? all this stuff I was asking him. And anyway, so he was telling me that when he was in primary school, he was quite overweight, so he would get bullied by other kids and, and, you know, little girls uh, didn't really like him and that kind of continued on in high school. And because of his weight, that would often cause problems with sweating, so he would get given shit about his his bad odour. He didn't have bad odour when I met him and he wasn't overweight when I met him either, I just put that in. But um anyway, so he he had gone through that and then uni was hard and and then it kind of manifests into this thing, like it it starts to fester. And I understand that because I suffer from anxiety myself in social situations, so you couple that with wanting to score sexually and you know you're around women and stuff and and you know that most people you know started having sex or started exploring and experimenting sexually in their teens and you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s or even your fucking 50s and you haven't done anything yet well that becomes a thing doesn't it so you kind of become your own worst enemy because you kind of feeding it and you feel even more awkward and it's just like, ah. So I kind of absolutely understand where he was coming from. And I've actually known other people in my lifetime who, for whatever reason, did not have sex until their late 30s, early to mid 40s. I know a woman in London and she her plan was to lose her virginity when she got married. And a lot of women in their teens, they assume that they will get married in their early to mid 20s. So if that's your assumption and then you get to that age and it doesn't happen and then you get to your early thirties and you get to your mid thirties. And then in the end, I think that she just ended up fucking some guy because, you know, she hadn't found the one, she wasn't getting married. She's still not married today. So, I mean, how long do you wait to lose your fucking virginity to a husband? Do you know what I mean? So there was that. And then I also knew another guy who was an artist and he lost his in his early to mid forties. Now he was quite awkward, not very attractive, so he probably had a few problems with uh, relating to women. Um, and this is what is wonderful about the internet: is the internet gives people that are awkward, people that are you know suffering from from various issues, uh, it gives them a chance to hide behind a keyboard and to be able to speak to women, like uh, speak to web cameras speak to models, go on Instagram and send a DM because they are awkward in in real life. Well, I mean, you know, we're in real life at the moment, but when you're actually face-to-face with someone, it takes a lot more guts than when you're sitting behind a keyboard in your own space and you feel a little bit more comfortable. So that has been a positive for people that are shy and introverted and, you know, really sort of struggle with talking to women. And I'm so glad that they have that outlet. I'm so glad that internet technology has provided a space for that, a space for them to be able to have a little bit of confidence so I <laughs> this is quite funny but I I was not interested in the guy no love interest no sexual interest whatsoever he was just a friend of a friend we were going to have drinks and then that was it I was I never planned to see the guy again right I, I never did see him again but just like you would help someone carry, you know, help an elderly person carry groceries across the street or help a friend by lending them 50 bucks or, uh, I don't know, in, in different ways that we help each other. Because I'm sexually liberated, I offered him a hand job. And I, that's why I called this this podcast the, the charity handjob because it was a no-strings-attached handjob. I mean, someone that has never, ever done anything sexual with a, women, a woman, he must need a release, yeah? So I sort of thought, well, that would be a really, really beautiful and lovely thing to do. I mean, it doesn't cost me anything. It, it's like five minutes out of my life. It's pretty simple. Um, I've given quite a few handjobs, so there's not going to be a problem there. And anyway, when I said to him, Would you like me to give you a hand job? It was just so interesting how he responded to that. Like he literally became paralyzed and started asking all these questions. So he was like, Well, what? What? What do you mean? And I said, Well, would you like me to give you a hand job? It's it's a pretty simple question. And he said, Oh, he said. But but what do you mean? Like he said, Do you want money for it? And I said, no. I said, I'm I'm not a sex worker. I'm a writer. I said, I'm just offering you a hand job. Oh, well, well what are the strings attached? You know, da da da. And he was asking all these questions, like really um suspicious almost of why a woman would just offer. A hand job and not require anything in return. And it opens up a more interesting conversation uh, regarding power dynamics in sex amongst women and men. I mean, I was talking about Valentine's Day a few days back on Facebook and I was I was saying how I don't agree with with Valentine's Day because I think it's contrived and I think the day is about consumerism which it is but it's it's men having to jump through hoops you know oh well if I buy her 12 red roses and take her to dinner uh, maybe I can stick it in her ass tonight I'm not into that like you should be able to stick it into her ass anyway and women shouldn't be holding sex over men but they are women have been doing that for centuries and I've done it I've I've held sex over men I've held my sexual power over men in my columns in my in my relationships in my friendships and whatever so I'm, I'm guilty as charged but you see it every day how Pete, how women promote themselves on Instagram and TikTok and then you've got OnlyFans and and whatever else uh, women Uh, in power and then men, you know, they want a little bit of that pussy so they are prepared to jump through the hoops to get what they want. But that really isn't sexual equality, is it? Sexual equality is when... when when it's equal, when it goes both ways. So it was just so interesting because it shows how men are conditioned. Men are conditioned to jump through hoops. Women just don't offer sex, you know. You have to do things to get sex from them. You have to buy them drinks or you have to fucking buy them a home or you have to fucking put a ring on it, as Beyonce said. And it's just all bullshit. And so I offered this guy a hand job, and he rejected me on my hand job because he thought that it was suspicious and I just thought this is so funny because I've never been really rejected during sex most men take me up on my my offers um and I just thought I'm going to write about this one day and that's what I intended to do I intended to write a column about it one day but I've never got around to it and then tonight when I was thinking what could be my first podcast for 2022 I want to do something Really quirky and funny. And then that came to me, and I thought, ah, I will record a podcast about this because I've never, I think I've spoken about it to a girlfriend, but I haven't actually told anyone else up until this point. So, yeah, (laughs) I just think it's interesting and interesting how people are conditioned. Sexual dynamics have always been interesting to me, power play has always been interesting to me. So, I thought that it might interest you too and have you ever offered sex to someone without any strings attached particularly women Uh, i'm more interested in what women have to say about this because obviously men are always up for it except for this guy that i offered a bloody hand job to and he knocked me back the bastard but um anyway i hope that guy has has had sex now and has had some luck and i mean that with the kindest heart because yeah i just cannot imagine imagine how it is out there being that age and and not having any sexual experience in your you know fourth to fifth decade that just blows my mind so i hope that you have a great week um i hope that you've enjoyed this episode and i am going to record another episode very very soon and i'm not going to wait till march it will be up in a week or two all right thanks for listening bye if you liked what you heard here Hit subscribe in your podcast app to get every episode and share it with whoever you dare. You can see more about Vanessa at VanessaDelagi.net. Thanks for listening to Nothing But Sex. Please come again.